0: and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. God, make speed to save us, O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 43 Vindicate me, God, and champion my cause against an unfaithful nation. Rescue me from the deceitful and unjust persons, for you are the God of my refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about in sorrow because of the enemy's oppression? Send your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Then I will come to the altar of God, to God my greatest joy. I will praise you with the lyre, God my God. Why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first reading comes from Genesis chapter 22, beginning in verse 1. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, here I am, Abraham answered. Take your son, God said, your only son, Isaac, whom you love. Go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering. On one of the mountains, I will tell you about. So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took with him two of his young men and his son, Isaac. He split wood for a burnt offering and set out to go to the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there to worship, then we'll come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. In his hand, he took the fire and the knife, and the two of them walked on together. Then Isaac spoke to his father Abraham and said, My father, and he replied, Here I am, my son. Isaac said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Then the two of them walked on together. When they arrived at the place that God had told him about, Abraham built the altar there and arranged the wood. He bound his son Isaac and placed him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, he replied, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your only son from me. Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Abraham named that place the Lord will provide, so today it is said it will be provided on the Lord's mountain. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading comes from Hebrews, the ninth chapter, beginning at the 11th verse. But Christ has appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come. in the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands that is not of this creation, he entered the most holy place once for all time, not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a young cow, sprinkling those who are defiled, sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse our consciences from dead works so that we can serve the living God. Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called might receive the promise of the eternal inheritance, because a death has taken place for redemption from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel reading comes from John chapter 8, beginning at the 46th verse. Who among you can convict me of sin? If I am telling the truth, why don't you believe me? The one who is from God listens to God's words. That is why you don't listen, because you are not from God. The Jews responded to him, Aren't we right in saying that you're a Samaritan and have a demon? I do not have a demon, Jesus answered. On the contrary, I honor my father and you dishonor me. I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks it and judges. Truly I tell you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. Then the Jews said, Now we know you have a demon. Abraham died and so do the prophets. You say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham who died? And the prophets died. Who do you claim to be? If I glorify myself, Jesus answered, my glory is nothing. My Father, about whom you say he is our God, he is the one who glorifies me. You do not know him, but I know him. If I were to say I, do, I don't know him, I would be a liar like you, but I do know him, and I keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. The Jews replied, You aren't fifty years old yet, and you've seen Abraham. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus was hidden and went out of the temple. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, Church, welcome to the uh, preparations for the fifth Sunday of Lent, uh, where we are preparing ourselves to get pretty much to the end. Uh, this, this Sunday has other names for it, too. Passion Sunday. It was often part of the history of the Church that you would have this day be dedicated to uh, discussion about the Passion of the Christ. And then Palm Sunday would be this this place in which you would uh, quite literally talk about Palm Sunday, right? The entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem. And then you commence with Holy Week, where uh, Holy Week is almost two weeks in the sense that you begin with the passion, the discussion of Christ. Well, here we have uh, some very, very interesting readings, right? First, we have Jesus equating himself with God. He uses the godly name, I am, which John was very keen on using when he wrote his gospel. Here, He, he places the words, I am, in Jesus' mouth multiple times, right? Uh, oftentimes it includes some words after it, like, I am the good shepherd, I am the door, I am the bread of life, right? Uh, and so, uh, I am the light of the world. Um, he taking that statement that God uses, the name that God uses for himself when he encounters Moses at the burning bush, here he, he gets it placed in the mouth of Jesus, Jesus equating himself with God. And that is the reason why here they, they want to stone him at the end of our reading here, in which he's getting angry with the people because he's frustrated because he keeps preaching. He keeps doing all these things, and yet they do not recognize him for who he is as their God in human flesh. And it it harkens back to so many times in the Old Testament, right, where God would do things for his people, and they would turn their backs on him. They would decide, oh, that's a nice trick. I'm going to try something else today. Right? And he's getting frustrated, just as he gets frustrated in other occurrences throughout the Old Testament, of of the fact that his people are boneheaded, they they are stubborn, they are callous, their their minds and their hearts are turned towards other things, and so here Jesus is 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 uh, talking about. Uh, things that are completely outside the realm of the understanding of the human mind this notion that no one that you will not see death if you keep his word, if you guard his word if you hold on to his word why because it's it's his word that gives life but for the people that were listening to him they're sitting here saying there's no way. what are you talking about? everyone has died Abraham died the prophets died all these people that we consider better than you Jesus died how can you talk about? never seeing death. That's what I love about Jesus and and what we get from the Gospels is that as soon as he comes incarnate into the world, just as kind of like what we talked about on Friday, suddenly things change. For instance, death is no longer death, right? The the, The amount of times that Jesus talks about death as sleep, right? that he talks about as something different than just the end of, of, of a heartbeat, right? That there's something more that takes place through what it is that Christ is now doing in the world, that life and salvation have come into the world and something has changed. And, and that's part of the reason why this teaching around Christ is so essential for us as Christians, because it causes us to see the world in a different light, right? We, we see death differently. We see life differently. We, we see what it is that that uh, God is, is doing for us differently. We, we, we start to understand uh, the humanity of others, the sinfulness of others, but also the working of God through sin for the salvation of the world, such as the death of his Son. And so it is that Christ then turns this on them and says, "Yeah, well, Abraham had something to say about this, <laughs> right? That 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 Abraham was longing to see what was going to come." And it makes me it it brings me back to to our first reading, right? This this reading that uh, we just got done this this past Sunday doing this in Sunday school. It's one of those readings where it's like, "Oh yeah, let's teach our children about the sacrifice of a child." Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> No, not really. <laughs> but but here we, we have Abraham being told to go and sacrifice his son. And it's this beautiful, beautiful story because we have uh, Abraham uh, getting everything ready, right? Takes with him two of his young men and his son Isaac, and he splits the wood for the offering, and they set out to go. And then on the third day, this is very interesting, right? On the third day, they looked up and saw the place in the distance, Then Abraham tells his people, he tells his his men, the boy and I will go over there to worship, and we will come back to you. As though Abraham knew that even if the life of his son were taken at his hand, God could raise him up again. There's this sense of faith there, as well as maybe the sense of, well, I'm going to get there, and God's going to say, okay, yeah, we're going to do something different. That he didn't really think, maybe he didn't even think he could go through with it. But he gets there, and he, he, and he lays the wood on Isaac, and Isaac takes it up the hillside, and he's got the fire, he's got the knife, and, and they they keep going, and, and Isaac starts to notice something a little bit different, right? We've got the wood, we've got the fire, we've got the knife, but we don't have the lamb, Dad, um, we forgot something. You have all those flocks back home, but you forgot something that we need for the sacrifice. And Abraham says, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. God himself will will take care of it, right? And so the two of them walked on together, and and they get to where God told them to, and he, he builds the altar, and he ties up his son, and he throws the wood on there, throws his son on there, and he's about to sacrifice him. The An angel stops him. God stops him with a word. And then suddenly, what does he see? But a ram caught in the thicket pulls out the ram and sacrifices that in the place of Isaac. And it is there, I think, that Abraham, that's the beginning of Abraham, longing to see the day of this Christ, because he 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 understands that God is going to provide on His holy mountain, on the Lord's mountain, it will be provided, is what is what the uh, the, the uh, text says. That that uh, uh, Abraham names the place uh, Jehovah Jireh. Right? The song that a lot of us used to sing. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, do thanks, is sufficient for me, for me, for me. That's a camp song. Um, But here Jesus is speaking of this to the people, saying that I am the resurrection, I am the life in front of you. I'm I'm here to rescue you. Why won't you listen to me? It is that Christ is coming in something completely different. We we are a nation that is obsessed with not dying because we don't want to. Everyone doesn't want to die. They they would like to live forever, and so we don't talk about it. We have have zero concept. We have zero customs of grief unless we are Jewish um, and uh, Asian and, and, and possibly Native American, but apart from that, we white Anglo-Saxon Protestant and Catholic folks, we have zero customs around grief because we don't want to die and so we just deny it. We're very good at denying it. And here we have with Christ. He steps into the world to make it so that we don't need to have a custom for grief that we might look at each death and be be in sorrow that that person is not able to join us in what life we have left to live in in this life, in this time, but we also must turn to it and rejoice, knowing that it is our God who's going to make something new. He's going to bring life out of death. And that is what comes in Christ. That should be our mindset, church. That that we become ones who we look at the world and say God will provide, but we also look at the world and long for what it is that Abraham longed for. That God is going to give us that which we need, which is life in his name, new life in Christ. That is what we need to yearn for. And that's what we seek here during this Lent, to know our Christ more for who he is, and what he is going to do. Let us pray. We beseech the Almighty God mercifully to look upon thy people that by thy great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore both in body and soul. Through thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with thee in the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. Well, church, go in peace. Serve the Lord. And we will see you next time.